paradise, you wanna go to the moon Give me that gold, I want all of the blue Give me free, but bitch, I feel like I'm tuned I took an ace pill and I cut out the room I feel like I'm cute, man, this beat is too groove You say you gon' give me a little pussy, come shoot I'm on high speed with the gang I'm on EV, so I'm in lane Niggas beat me, enemies, I gotta change When I walk around, bitch, I get change Turn up, that's my motherfucking game Run around, fall deep in that range Who is you niggas? You niggas be new to me I burn a hot dog like I'm cooking rotisserie You know my bro, little bitch ain't no kin to me We keep up next, little bitch, yeah, I'm finna be Switch with the fuckers What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Dirty South Podcast. It's your host, Headhunter Nick, and I'm joined with Wick once again. Yes, sir. Yes, hey, sir. 10, boy. Double digits. We not got there now. It took a oh. minute. It took a lot of a, a long postseason. Yeah. Great entertainment. Great moments. Can't wait yeah. for more. Like, needless to say, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think I was going to get to this far. Um. I started this damn podcast. I was like, you know, the amount of times I wanted to quit this shit, <laughs> it was, it outweighed, you know, my will to go on with doing this. But, you know, we didn't got this far. We look, we did something right, apparently. So, mm-hmm. and glad to make the number 10. Uh, and hope let's get, hey, hope we get many more out of it. But, Gonna go ahead and jump on into it here. So, who's Rihanna's baby daddy? What do, who do you think? I think it's Rocky. I mean, why wouldn't it be? You think it's Rocky? I don't think Rihanna's a terrible person. I don't think she's just double back ass somebody's baby. Okay, okay. I think I also think it's Rocky. Um, the reason I ask is because I had a poll. On my well, not a poll, but it was like one of them question shits on Instagram, and pretty much just all your Super Bowl Fifty Seven conspiracies. Um, I have a few myself, and one of the entries was "Who's Rihanna's baby daddy?" And <laughs> I never took that much time to really think about it, but like, you know, it's a valid question. <laughs> I mean. At what point did we just assume that Rihanna cheated on Asa Rocky? When was when was that apparent? I I don't know. Um, shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, she she's always had a thing for LeBron. So no, LeBron ain't damn <laughs> Pablo, baby, no goddamn Rihanna. Man. Nah, LeBron LeBron won't do that. Nah, he got. I don't know. You seen his work wife? Huh? You seen his work wife? I mean, he must have said some fat lady said, "Come get it for me." They start chuckling and shit. <laughs> LeBron is sicko, bro. Okay. Hey, low-key, like, you be held, like, under wraps and shit, but low-key, he kind of, he fit the mold. He's he a city boy for sure. Mm. But, yeah, this one, we going to dive into some of these, some conspiracies. Got some going on here. Um, Pretty much going to go through the list of entries, and I'm going to go through my own. Um, my own conspiracies. Uh, let's see. We got another one that Patrick Mahomes took eighteen hundred shots of steroids on that ankle. Holy fuck! I ain't gonna lie. That's probably enough to kill a fucking elephant right there. Eighteen hundred. <laughs> fuck an elephant, but you, bro. That shit. You ever play Spider Man? No, no. You, you got Xbox. <laughs> yeah, okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying it wasn't a shot. I'm just saying you got Xbox, so you were not able to play the, the amazing game of Spider-Man. 
played like the old ones like PlayStation Two. I played those back in the day. Nah, but so the new Spider-Man game, like there's a part where they kind of like disperse this toxic gas around like the whole New York. Mm-hmm. It's like killing people and shit. I yeah. think like that's about the same level as like all of them steroids that like Patrick Mahomes has. Like if you dispersed all that shit, you might smell it and die, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Probably. Um, I'm not doubting it. Actually, I kind of am down it, but I'm gonna like I'm gonna jump right back to this one. Um, I'm also gonna. Hmm. You know, let's jump into it now. So, my theory was that Patrick Mahomes was never hurt. Mm. So, now mind you. Mind you, take these conspiracy theories for with a grain of salt. I, you know, may it happen, it may not have, but don't sit here and think like, okay, this is one hundred percent what happened. It's more of a conspiracy of like, if it did happen, this is what it was. Um, my theory is that Patrick Mahomes was never hurt. I feel like it could have been a little added into the script, you know, to protect Patrick Mahomes' legacy or raise it higher. Um, okay. Like as somebody yeah, who's description, as as somebody who has sprained ankles many many times, you know, you were able to come back off of this one, but the one in the what was the divisional round against Jacksonville? Jacksonville, you didn't come back from that, and then you reheard it, and then against Cincy, you know, yeah, and then reheard it in the Super Bowl, and then. Oh, all of a sudden you good. You you straight. Now, obviously you didn't throw worth a damn, you know, as far as yards ago, but the yards he put up, like even rushing attempts, like I know it's like the sprain the ankle. You don't want to run on that shit. Even if you have to, you don't want to do that shit. He could have threw the ball away or just kind of got out the pocket, but nah, he he took off running. And I I really don't think he was ever hurt. And Looking at the timing in which he did get hurt, if I'm not mistaken, he got hurt like right before halftime. And then, you know, they were down by 10, and then he came back and let her come back. Yeah. Afterwards. So that's my conspiracy. I don't think he was ever hurt. Um, You know, because if he was that hurt, he could have took the shots in the ankle during the divisional round. And he definitely did. Putting a lot of faith in Chad Henney to win a game, you know. I think he was hurt at first, but I think they started just like running with that shit. I do think that could have been a part of the script if there was a script. I don't believe in that script fucking nonsense, but because some shit you just can't script. Yeah, like, football football is a very hard game to script. That's why like yeah. football movies are hard to make because there's just so many things that have to go right to make it look good. Yeah, what's the name of that show? Uh, All American. That show was ass. Yeah, when it comes to portraying football. Yeah, uh, terrible script. Uh, there. I'm not gonna say terrible script, but like the depiction of athletes on there. I'm like, you got all these damn athletes all over the country, and these are the motherfuckers you choose. Like, I could have been an extra in that bitch. Like, you know, you need. Hey, y'all need a big hit. Hey, hit me up. Um, y'all need me to talk some shit. I can do that too. 
I can knock the hell out of Spencer, pull my helmet off and be like, yeah, I just knocked your ass the fuck out. And then, you know, get mossed, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. You know, I can take that. I can take that. You know, you give me a good check. I can go, I can go out just like that. <laughs> now, obviously, in real life, you know, that nigga Ezra, he ain't doing shit with me. I, I jam shit out of him on the line. He ain't going nowhere. I've never watched the show, so I don't know who you're talking about. Um, Ezra, he's the guy who plays Spencer, who's like the main character in the show. Um, he's British. That's the fun fact. He's British. And he's definitely not how to play ball. He's the worst athlete out of like <laughs> out of all like the main characters, out of the main actors. He's the worst athlete out of the actors, but the best athlete on the show. And he's basically who the show was centered around. But yeah, he ain't he's not gonna catch on me uh, at all. But I could be in the show. I think um I'm not too bad looking, so I think I can definitely <laughs> I can definitely like get on there for sure. <clears throat> Um, another conspiracy was that the field was watered down on purpose. Mm. So, with Arizona being an indoor stadium for the most part, I know it's got a retractable roof. Um, yeah, what do you make of that? Um, I don't know, honestly. I mean, that could be true, it could just be wet paint, but I feel like. They say there's some new type of turf that they're using, new type of grass. Excuse me. New type yeah. of grass they're using and shit. So I don't I don't know. Here's the thing with that. It's Arizona. The reason why they play in an indoor stadium is because it doesn't fucking rain there. They're in the desert. So it's not like you're going to be able to really support grass growing over there. So, and if I'm not mistaken, they have played on turf before let me look that up to be sure uh y'all y'all give me a little second here um i don't know man that just seems real it's actually natural grass they actually bring in natural grass at yeah, they say they bring it in from like Alabama and shit. I was hearing that they were saying it on the uh, Super Bowl broadcast. Some fancy shit, but I mean, if it's slipping and sliding like that, which I mean, both teams were busting their ass on the floor, just the Eagles a little bit more. But then they ended up changing cleats, so I feel like that there is kind of like a exactly that was suspicious to me too. Um, you know, that's another reason why it's not too off of an of an opinion or conspiracy theory to think that the field was watered down on purpose or that it was part of like the act or the script or some shit. Um because yeah, you know, the Eagles changing cleats, they were slipping more than the Chiefs were. Um and the Chiefs were changing the cleats too though. They were but like the Eagles were affected big time by like they were busting their ass a lot more than... I mean, they're probably not used to that field, though. They haven't played in Arizona. I, I feel like with the Chiefs playing in Arizona at the beginning of the season, um, kind of just knowing, like, okay, it's kind of a shit show out here. Let's kind of be prepared. Yeah, but I feel like you can't... You're not going to tell the opposing team, hey, fucking... The, the field is slippery. No, I'm not telling them that. Oh, yeah. they, they ain't played here. They ain't played here, so they're going to have to deal with the consequences. It's an advantage thing, I believe. And then 
if it was a part of the script, you would they wouldn't make it so apparent, you know? Like like as soon as the beginning of the game, like, oh my god, this new fucking turf, it sucks ass, it's awful. People are slipping and sliding, it's not good. Like you you're not gonna fucking that stops sponsorships if you just do that on purpose. Yeah. But if you, you kind of make it apparent, you know. So I don't think that I think the paint theory is kind of true. I think, you know, how it is and how the stadium is and the Chiefs just kind of being in the know. I don't think that it's some watered down conspiracy. Yeah, I kind of see like the way the field, it was almost like the players slipped more after halftime. And could the halftime show it had something to do with it? You know, I mean, yeah, at the beginning, they, um, they weren't slipping that much in the like they were slipping. I mean, yeah, they were slipping, but it was brought to the attention of like everybody. Like, like, yeah, they were like it was like every place somebody was falling. True. Somebody was uh, slipping, and you know I could see that. I could see the halftime show having a problem, something to do with that. It's kind of funny how Patrick Mahomes on one ankle, he ain't slipped too much, but you know, hey. You know, niggas got two perfectly good ankles on the field. They busting their ass. Patrick Mahomes, on the other hand, one ankle, one foot. He just he, he having the time of his life running on that shit. So who knows? Who knows? It's a give or take. I could see where it comes from, but I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of football conspiracies. Any like saying like staged and shit. Like yeah. Certain shit you just can't stand. Like you can stage like a some shit is stageable. A lot of the shit is not. Like yeah. And I feel like key moments. I think key moments maybe could be staged. Yeah, I feel like okay. Here's my actual truth behind my opinion on this. I don't think football or the NFL is scripted because it's just way too hard to script a game and make it go all the way. You know, even with practice and shit, it's very hard to get everything just perfectly right in a game like football where you have so many moving pieces and so many elements. It's hard to script something like that. I do think games are rigged by refs throwing, refs making certain calls, refs throwing certain flags here and there. But like that's the that could be a way the games are rigged. Uh could come from the higher ups and they tell the refs to do one thing or another. But that's my opinion, especially like with that Super Bowl call at the end of the at the Bradbury call, of course. Yeah, that's that's I think that's how it was done. I don't, you know, I can't really say the games are like fully, you know, they have a full out script written, you know, okay, you do this, you do this on that play. No. Yeah, like you rehearse, nah. Kind of it's way too hard to do that. So I think if it is rigged, it's on the refs and Roger Adele needs to start disciplining the refs. He needs to start putting, even though it may be him causing the shit. I mean, yeah, but he said that officiating is at the best it's ever been. Exactly, which is some horse shit if we ever heard it. So I, I think, um, I definitely think that's Roger Goodell causing the refs or instructing the refs to skew a game a certain way. And it, you know, it also looks pretty shady when at the end of the Super Bowl, 
he hugging the shit out of um I think it was Chris Jones for the Chiefs. Yeah, I didn't see too much of that. I, I yeah, it was that, in it. that went kind of viral. It was um at the end of the game, you know, Chiefs already won and everything. He hugging the shit out of Chris Jones, man. I mean, it was, you know, it was borderline suspicious. Like, I mean, it was it was a very groupy hug right there. Like, yeah, appreciate you for getting those fuckers in Philly out of here. Yeah, it was that was pretty shady, but maybe that's why Philly was so good. They didn't go. They didn't go along with the script. So all the teams were like ass on, like just following the script, and Phillies over here throwing up fifty points on people. Now it was funny because this time last year, with the uh, Bengals and Rams game, I was telling my dad like, okay, the games are scripted, you know, not necessarily meaning it, but just you know, kind of saying it to fuck with them. And he's like, no, that, no, it's not. That's not how it works. The games are not scripted. Too much can happen and all that. And of course, this year at the Super Bowl, we have a party, and he's there, so. I'm doing the same thing this year. I'm like, hey, the script don't do this. Script don't say that. Uh, just, just fucking with him. And then, <laughs> so we get to like the fourth quarter, and then after like the Bradbury call, like, my my dad is never silent during a football game ever. He's always giving his opinion. He didn't talk like for like a whole quarter. And when that Bradbury call was made, he looked at everybody in the room and said, "Hey, Nick, there's some fucking bullshit going on here. This this, this shit rigged." <laughs> <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah, this, he's like, yeah, this shit gotta be rigged. This shit gotta be scripted. You're right. You know, and he's thinking like I mean everything I'm saying. <laughs> like by telling him it's scripted. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty funny right there. But that's my see, I, I knew a fucking dumbass call was gonna happen. I knew yeah. I knew something was gonna happen. Yeah, especially to you know, at that point of the game, but we already went over that in the last episode. But let's go ahead and move on, transition. Um, ranking the top quarterbacks in the 2023 playoffs. I have my list ready. Um, you can take the floor. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Um, for the 2023 playoffs, and these are just quarterbacks who have started the game in the 2023 playoffs. I'm not putting forward, I'm not putting, you know, the Niners situation. No, I'm not doing that shit. So these are players who have actually started a playoff game this season. And I guess I'll start from the bottom, work my way up to the top. Uh, at number 14, so there were 14 starting quarterbacks. At the bottom, I got Skylar Thompson for the Dolphins. Uh, couldn't expect too much from him. I was just kind of thrown in there. I guess he did what he could. Didn't end well for him. Ended in a loss. At number 13. Actually, no. Can I say? Can I say? It didn't end terribly for him because he did put up a good game against the Bills. Okay, yeah. He put up a good game. But looking at his stats, myself, great in comparison to the other playoff quarterbacks that participated. feel like... If he had won that game and it was the regular season, that could have been a okay stat line. But yeah, just out of the fourteen that were that started and played, yeah, I just got to keep him at the bottom. Number thirteen, I got Tyler Huntley. He did not look. He didn't look bad. Um, Lamar Jackson's backup. He didn't look bad. 
it would have been really helpful if he had won the game. Didn't happen. Kind of hard to rate him any higher. And then looking at his stats from the playoff game, he did he did what he could. He uh, put up two twenty six, two touchdowns, one in, one interception. Just couldn't get past the first round. Number twelve, y'all 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 gonna y'all gonna look at me funny for this one. At twelve, I got TB twelve. Got Tom Brady at number twelve. He got him higher than when I got him. He played like dog shit. He did not look good in the playoffs, especially for his standards. And then you look up the stats, right? You look up the stats for the playoff game. He played against Dallas, and you'll say, well, he threw for 351. Yeah, that's true. He did. But if I threw a football 66 times, you know, if somebody like Tom Brady threw a football 66 times in the game, he damn well better put up 300 yards, 350. So that also tying into the exception he did throw, he was sacked twice and then lost the game by three scores. So – all from all by his hand, honestly, he played like fucking garbage. Yeah, he he did not look good at all. Um, passer rating, you know, that's his playoff passer rating, man. Same about seventy two. He did not. He's he he didn't look like Tom Brady, and yeah, I cut him some slack because he was on his way out. But we know for his accomplishments in the past. But for this year, he's going to be at number twelve, number eleven. I got Geno Smith. Um, huh. just playoff game he didn't you know had to cut him down some because he lost honestly yeah uh, but he had, a, he had a solid passer rating played the Niners at San Francisco that is a hard task within itself but once again in comparison to the other quarterbacks who played in these playoffs that one interception, he threw for 253, um, good completion percentage. He looks solid, but once again, it's kind of, you know, the people who are ahead of him, it's kind of hard to, you know, put him above them as well. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you're missing, you're missing a key part. You can put Geno Smith somewhere else. Man. Maybe. That one I could, hey, not going to lie, that one I could honestly be wrong on. Number 10, I got Kirk Cousins. Wait a goddamn minute. Okay, what are we doing here? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me cook. Okay. While his team looked like absolute dog shit in this playoff game, he did not throw a pick against the Giants. Uh, he was seven, he had a higher completion percentage than Geno Smith. He had a eighty percent completion percentage. He was at seventy nine point five. Threw for two seventy three against the Giants, and he didn't get sacked. He had a one twelve quarterback rating. So he he you know. It, with it being Kirk Cousins, like there's no more in between quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Like he's good, but <laughs> you know he he's such a confusing quarterback. It's like he's good. He's better than what any of us ever want to give him credit for. But 
him losing to the Giants, you know, because here's the thing. I don't look at quarterback. I don't think wins are a quarterback stat at all no. because they only play one phase of the game and they play such a dependent position, you know, like, you know, obviously the defense, you know, the quarterbacks aren't playing defense and not on special teams or anything like that. And pretty much when you look at it, especially nowadays in football, when you look at a quarterback, their whole, you know, thing is dependent on who they're throwing to. Can they fucking catch? Can they run around? Can they get open? I just can't say that wins by itself are a quarterback stat. So even though he lost the game, I got, you know, it's kind of hard to shit on him there, but had to shit on him on the list, put him at 10. I had to put him over Geno. Just the way it is there. I am still shocked right now. Um, number nine, I got Josh Allen. Okay, he nigga, didn't. Wait, keep, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where the fuck are we putting Brock Purdy? Because I'm so sorry. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. I'm going from like the bottom of the barrel up to the top. Brock Purdy didn't even play. He played a playoff game. He played. It was shit. Both of them were shit. And the last one, he didn't even play. Come on. Doug Purdy over Josh Allen is crazy. Yeah, but Josh Allen looked fucking terrible. That's the thing. I'm not going to say he looked fucking terrible because it was saved by his team. Yeah. Yeah, he... Game, but he didn't look great in the playoff game and then looked like he looked like he had never played football before in the next round. Looked really bad there. His only touchdown interception ratio was he threw a pick. No touchdowns, one pick. Played the Bengals. You got home field advantage. You're in the snow. You're used to playing in it. Didn't use it to your advantage. You looked absolutely terrible in this game. Got him at nine. Number eight, I got Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I have him low. Even though, yes, he won a playoff game. Yes, he did. The thing with Trevor Lawrence, he threw four picks in the first half. Got a cutting bounce on right there. Yes. The comeback was made, but it was the defense bailing his ass out. And then he just unfortunately ran into a buzzsaw with the Chiefs. So he just simply did not look – he didn't look great that first half. He looked so bad to where, you know, even though he had the comeback in the second half, it was only because the defense bailed his ass out. Okay. And he kept – and the reason why they got down so much to begin with was because the defense was on the field – over like I gotta say like probably 70% and that's I'm being nice there. 70% of the snaps his defense was on the field. So yeah, they got scored on. That's why it was 27 to nothing. He put up a great game against the Chiefs. Though. Yeah, he he put up a great game against the Chiefs. Yeah. I say he he did all he did all right. But you know just the unfortunate part of the buzzsaw he ran into. So he he was solid but 
you know, as far as just overall quarterback, if we're just looking at straight quarterbacks and not team, Trevor, Trevor's at eight. Number seven, I got Justin Herbert. Yes, I know what happened. This was Trevor Lawrence's opponent during the comeback. Justin Herbert did not look – he looked – he actually looked okay in this game. Austin Eckler in the rushing attack really took over in his game against Jacksonville. But Herbert himself looked fine in the game. His defense really sold him at the end. Just like, you know, I use that same logic with the Falcons blowing that lead in the Super Bowl. Because I'm going to keep it a buck. I know I'm in Atlanta, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Atlanta football fans, Atlanta Falcons fans, are some of the dumbest fucking fans you'll ever meet. I'll say it again. Atlanta Falcons fans, uh, dumbest fucking fans you'll ever meet. Because when it comes to football, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yes, I'm sorry, but yes. I don't know shit about the game. Um, I love Atlanta. I love my city, my hometown. I love Atlanta, but what the fuck? Falcons fans... Falcons fans are annoying, man. I am a Falcons fan saying this. All right. I Trust me. I love my city. I love y'all out there who are Falcons fans, but I ain't gonna lie. Some of y'all are fucking stupid. If, you know, if y'all are going to blame that 20 to three lead on Matt Ryan and only Matt Ryan, you know, like it or not, man, Matt Ryan's going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, yeah. he, he, he tell you, he's going to the Hall of Fame. You can't just because you're mad about the whole Vic situation that Matt Ryan took over and you're still mad about that. That doesn't mean every time the Falcons fuck up, it's his fault. There were games where he played amazingly. His defense sold him. But we never want to look at that. Falcons fans never want to like the Super Bowl, 20-3. He did his job. He did what he had to do. That defense fucking shit the bed in the second half. Like, you give up 25 points in the second half and then give up more in overtime, come on. It ain't Matt's fault. Defense got to tackle somebody. That's what they're getting paid to do. And yeah. I do that same logic for the, for the Chargers, man. Y'all are professional defense. You, you know, you let somebody, you go up 27 to nothing, you be supposed to win that game. Your quarterback did his job. I mean, yeah, but you can't just stall out. Uh, I get that. I, trust me, I, hear, that I hear that argument too. You can't stall out. But when you look at what the Chargers game plan was that game, they they were they were just a rushing machine. Austin Eckler was running the ball about as hard as he could. Obviously, that can only get you so far in a playoff game in the NFL. But that was pretty much their game plan. You know, kind of kill the clock and everything. Yes, I get it. The offense has to do more. And I'm not saying – Justin Herbert is completely free or innocent from being a part of this loss, but that's a hell of a lot more on the defense. You hold him, you hold him to what? I'm trying to remember what the halftime score was. I think it was 27 to nothing at half. Yeah. You held him to zero points in one half and give up, what was it, 35 in the second? Like, that, that's that, come on. Actually, I think it was it was thirty to thirty to seven. They gave up thirty one points. It was twenty seven to seven at halftime. Okay, yeah, twenty seven to. All right, 
you held them to seven points in the first half and gave up 24 in the second. That, that's fucking ridiculous. And were there drives that stalled out for the Chargers? That should that, you know, there were field goals that should have been touchdowns. Yeah. I, I can see that point too. But you gotta play some defense if that's what you're getting paid to do. Hell, I can go out there and miss some fucking tackles for you. I can do that for half the half the charge. So that's my opinion. Daniel Jones number six. That sounds crazy. It does. Especially to the old football fan. He, you know, in that uh, divisional round, a wild card, I believe. Yeah, wild card round. He he threw for 300 in two touchdowns with a 68% uh, completion percentage and then 114 passer rating in Minnesota. And his team had, you know, this team has no playoff experience. That that was a good game. That's a good game. You got to give him his respect right there. Yes, I admit he stalled out in the against the Eagles, but that's one of the best defenses in the league. And he stalled out, and they were playing at Philly. This is a new playoff team. They didn't stand a chance from from the get go. I get it. He only threw for one thirty five, had a piss poor pass rating, only and threw a pick. But I got to put him up there because of what happened the week before in the wild card round. Led his team to a victory. Threw for 300, two touchdowns, 70% passer, um, 70% completion percentage. He looked really good. Number five, I got Dak Prescott. He shredded Brady apart, wild card round. You do that to the greatest, you know, you know, far as like stats go in the quarterback duel. You shred a um Tampa Bay defense apart the way he did. Carved him up real nice. You know, I hate the Cowboys. I always will. I'm not a fan, a huge fan of Dak Prescott. I'm impressed by him at times. And when I say at times, I mean at times. It is very few times I'm impressed by Dak Prescott. But he's more, he's, you know, kind of a gunslinger type quarterback. Doesn't do a great job of reading defenses all the time, but he tore the he tore the Bucks apart, man. 305 yards, four touchdowns, 143 passer rating and a 75% completion percentage. It's hard to top that. 49 against the Niners. Um, didn't look great. Threw a pick at the end of the game. That was his interception number two. Kind of trying to make a trying to fight back in the game. Just fucking threw it. Got picked off there. Um, 206. One touchdown, two interceptions. 62% uh, completion percentage. Didn't look great in the Niners in the Niners game. But that Buccaneers game, come on now. You got to give him credit for it, whether you like him or not. Number four, I got Brock Purdy for doing what he did as a as a rookie, string quarterback. He did he, he did his job and his team to a victory in a playoff game, which there are quarterbacks with years of experience that haven't done that. And Mr. Irrelevant on top of that. Like, come on now. This man did not, you know, he got drafted last. He was the last kid picked in the playground. And in the Dallas win, he threw for 214 yards, 
Did not record a touchdown or an interception. Passer rating, 87. QBR, 53. You know, hey, 65% completion percentage. The Niners are a running team anyway. He did what he had to do. They beat Dallas. Went on to the next round. And, hey, he was perfect before he got hurt. Shit, though, He did shoot. He did uh, pass perfect. He had a perfect game, a 100% <laughs> completion percentage. Do you four. think you think the Niners could have won if Bart Purdy stayed on the field? Do I think they could have won? Yeah. Um, potentially, yeah. I think I think they had a shot. Defense. Uh, actually, here's why I think the Niners could have won that game. The Niners' defense was the best in the NFL. But when you're, field, when you're on the field 85% of the game because you're out of quarterbacks and everyone's getting hurt around you, best defense in the game, I think they could have managed to stop Philadelphia. Well, let me not say stop. Slow down. They could have slowed down Philadelphia. But when you're on the field 85% of the game and you're going against an offense like the Eagles, hell yeah, they're going to they gonna tear you apart. But – with the way they run the football, they're balanced on both sides. They're yeah, they're a majority running team. But Brock Purdy, you know, when he does throw, he's solid. He makes good connections, and then that that's just a hard team to beat, right? You know, right there as a whole. So I think Brock Purdy stays in the game if he just simply does his job, which he was literally doing before he got hurt. I think they beat Philadelphia, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is possible. It's definitely possible. Uh, number three, I got Joe Burrow. Smoking on the Joe Burrow. He looked good. Um, I feel like the off hype is what pissed off the Chiefs, and that's what <laughs> that's what got got the team beat. Um, Joe Burrow looked looked pretty good. Got his team to the AFC Championship. Um. It's kind of hard to put, you know, hard to put many people over him. Hey, Joe Burrow, man. Number two, I got Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah. <laughs> Number two, I got Jalen Hurts. Played a great game. Um, had great, had a great playoffs. Could have won Super Bowl MVP even with the loss. If I'm keeping it a buck, he, he was. If there was anybody on that team who was the most valuable player, I mean, anybody in that game who was the most valuable player on that field, it was Jalen Hurts. My opinion, he was the Super Bowl MVP. He put the team on his back, rushing, passing. Hell, if he had to play defense, he probably would have led the team in tackles. He looked, <laughs> you know, that that's what you want a quarterback to look like in a Super Bowl. Got his team in position to win. Defense sold him at the end. Number two, Jalen Hurts. And the obvious number one is Patrick Mahomes. Um, yes, he had the injury. He had the injury. Uh, playing on a injured ankle. It's hard to put anybody over Super Bowl champion. Did not, he didn't necessarily look great in the Super Bowl either. You, you know, kind of did his job. He, he didn't break 200 yards. Um, you know, that's 
<laughs> you know, that's just the way it goes, man. He 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 led his team to victory. See, you can really tell the team was gravitating toward him. And hey, yeah, put anybody over him right now for a playoff performance. You know, he threw for three twenty six against Cincinnati. Three twenty six, two touchdowns. And okay, so here's my list. It's similar to yours in a way, but not as much because you gave Brock Purdy a little bit too much love. You think? Yeah. Only like there was probably a little bit of regular season bias I put in there. Probably was. Um, but judging by the stats he put up in the playoffs, I think uh, it was pretty pretty accurate in comparison to. Everybody else, especially based on the teams they are, you know, the team they're on. But go ahead. All right. So number fourteen, I got to give it to. I guess the only person I could give it to is Skylar Thompson because, like, yeah, he put up a good game against Buffalo, but a lot of it was just kind of him bouncing off his defense in a way. So like his defense created a good stop, a good return, or whatever. And he kind of just picked up the pieces like a honestly like a backup is supposed to do. He played mm-hmm. he played like a backup. He played like a solid backup and did what he had to do. Yeah. Uh, he could have put out that game, but you know, luck of the draw. Thirteen, I got TB twelve. I love Tom Brady, but what the fuck? Yeah, he. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was that was like it was like like I told my mom. And I told my mom, like you, you just watch you watch your favorite your favorite player just kind of just get shot on the field. <laughs> it was just bad. <laughs> yeah, he he looked he looked awful. I'm not gonna lie there. Oh, God, that was bad to watch. I almost that shit felt like I was gonna tear up. See, <laughs> was bad. I know, I know that hurt you for sure. I yeah, I was like, it. what the fuck am I watching, bro? But so after after Tom Brady, I got Brock Purdy. Nah, da, 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 da. I got Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley because okay. he played a better game than Tom Brady. You know, like keeping the game close, keeping it. Still moving the ball, like not fucking stalling out, and just playing the. Uh, uh, honestly, he played better game than Tom Brady and Skylar Thompson, so yeah, that's why I put him there. After that, fuck it, I might have to go Brock Purdy just because, like, yes, he played he played two good games, great. Well, one kind of great game against San Francisco, not San Francisco, uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then the other game was kind of like a meh with the Cowboys. So, I mean, he kind of just – he was a role player. He's kind of just like Daniel Jones. He's a role player. He goes out there, makes the throws he needs to make, and, you know, does what he has to do. So yeah. I can't I can't knock him for that. But he did that NFC Championship. I'm, I ain't going to lie. That's a little hate coming behind that one because they really let me down. They were my Super Bowl favorites. And I also wanted to see you in that T-shirt. So – you know. Yeah. Well, 
Hey, I got it. Right. <laughs> I got out of it. After that, give me Daniel Jones. I think. Nah, fuck no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say Daniel Jones. Give me Geno Smith. Geno Smith. He that first half of the game looked like he could possibly win it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But then after the second half, he kind of just was like, it was like you kind of like saluting him for even just going out there and playing in the playoff game because it's fucking Geno Smith. But hopefully he gets paid in the offseason by a team or by Seattle and he runs it back and he has a better season. Um, Next. (sighs) Hate to say this. I'm going to throw out Trev. I'm going to throw out Trev, bro. Trev just he did not did not look really? good in that first game. The first game in the first half he didn't look good, but after that, after that comeback and after his performance against Kansas City, I became a believer in the locks. I made now I'm now a like part time twenty five percenter of the Jacksonville Jaguars, so I am invested <laughs> to see this is this is my underlining pick for the future, and I believe that Trevor Lawrence will. And can get it done. I'm at um, I'm at ten right now. I'm at nine. All right, all right. Um, Good explanation. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it was sarcasm, but you know it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I can't like just you know shit on Trev, but I mean, I have to face the facts. As I'm a realist. <laughs> Sometimes you have to you have to face the facts, man. This shit yeah. is crazy. Yeah, especially, especially um in this game. Yeah, this is the one game you gotta face the facts in for sure. Yeah, like I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it like uh holy shit. Minus the fucking four picks he came back thirty points. Like, <laughs> you know. But yeah. That's like being like, Oh yeah, man, I got this brand new job for you. All you get is real simple. All you gotta do is kill a bunch of chickens, but the the, the thing is, like hell no, nah. like he he did yeah. what he did. It's over. But you know, uh, am I on nine or ten? I know. I think you're on nine now. Nine, okay, nine. I'm gonna throw out Daniel Jones for nine because yes, he played a great game, but then the next week he looked like complete shit, and it was it was hard to watch. And he hurt my feelings because I thought the Giants were gonna put up a better game than what they did. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna throw, throw him at nine. At eight, give me Dak. Honestly, I mean, that first game, I'm 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 really I'm going off the games that mattered the most and what got you eliminated, in a way. So it's like, yeah, that first game against a shit Tampa Bay defense and a sh- aging Tom Brady is like, sure, but, bro, that game against fucking. San Francisco, that was hard to watch. Yeah. For any football fan. Like both both sides play like absolute haggisash. <laughs> yeah, I can I can definitely agree with you there. That shit was bad. Um after that, huh. See, this is where it kind of gets tricky. I think I'm going to throw in Josh Allen. Honestly, I'm kind of doing this off the whim. So that's it's what, like. That's what I thought you were going to go with next. Yeah, I was here. So Josh Allen, he, man, that first game, he started out, he came out hot. 
he came out hot for sure. Yeah. But then stalled out in the second quarter. And then no, from that point on six quarters in a row after that. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> really fucking honestly, that shit got bad. And he just never recuperated. And that's why I say he's a new AJ and Rogers. So Yep. Yeah. Which by the then, way, check out our TikTok. We you know, we got a little something about that on there too, where we explain that too. But go ahead. After that, you can you can fuck around and give me um Justin Herbert, honestly. Justin Herbert, he went out there. He did what he had to do for his team, but he pulled a Matt Ryan and he stalled out. So Yeah. You know. But no, 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 no. He pulled a Falcons defense and <laughs> Chargers pulled the Chargers defense. Hey, I mean, it's kind of it's really similar in a way. You know, Austin Eckler kind of carried the team and he had Devontae Freeman carrying that awesome team. So, you know, hey. Yeah, until we missed that fucking block. But anyway, I can't be too mad. I got a picture with him, so can't be too mad. All right. And so have I have I though nah Kirk Cousins is after fucking Herbie. Cause Kirk Cousins, even though that ending play is what the fuck? That was yeah. Uh, that was something. That <laughs> check down is crazy. Like you all you have to do is get field goal range and a fucking check down, dude. What are you doing? It, yeah, it looked especially it looks bad on him because now everyone just remembers that dumbass play, but he actually played a good fucking game. Like, yeah, it's like he went out there and just completely shit the fucking bed, you know. But hey, shit happens. It does. Shit does happen. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you gotta give me, gotta give me Joe Burrow. I gotta get the Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Smoking, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Smoking on the Joe Burrow. <laughs> you got to give me him. He He's my favorite quarterback in the league right now. Um, Played his heart out. He got fucked by the refs. That's pretty much all I can say, honestly. I mean, he, he put his put his all on the line. That game against the Ravens was a little shit. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the two back-to-back performances proved, like, it was really the Ravens just had a good ass defense and he couldn't really do anything with that, but he still went out there and ball. So definitely. Next, give me um I ain't got no choice but to go Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is fucking phenomenal. From start to finish, whole season, postseason, phenomenal. It's generational talent for sure. It's not many people you catch just playing like that. I have nothing negative to say. About Jalen Hurts, and then last but not least, fucking Patty Mahoney, the new age goat. If I'm being honest, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's fucking Patrick Mahomes. He's a different breed of nigga. You can't play anybody above him. You can't do it. Until I'm saying, hey, he's number one until he ain't no more. Yeah, it was seeing fucking fifteen years. Yeah, but that though. Those were our lists for top quarterbacks of the playoffs. Um, may or may not post this or not. Have y'all vote on them uh, if y'all haven't listened to the episode yet. Better yet, fuck you. Listen to the episode. Get my numbers up. Um, moving on to NFL free agency. 
Just got two things to talk about today. Two main quarterbacks on the market. Uh, what do you think will happen with Aaron Rodgers? And we'll move on to Lamar Jackson afterwards. So, yeah, what you think going on with A-Rod, man? I think Aaron Rodgers, I think he I think he fucks around and he goes to the fucking Jets, if I'm being honest. I I think um also I think he goes to the Jets, definitely. And here's why. The Packers the Packers organization has completely just shit on Aaron Rodgers, man. Like he's your franchise quarterback, and when he wants all he wants is another receiver, you draft him. Really? quarterback and then trade his number one target and it got the nerve to look crazy when you don't make the playoffs you don't have a good season and just shit like that like that's fucking stupid and got the nerve to you know try to push him to come back to Green Bay if I was him I'd say fuck him go on to the Jets be the new Joe Namath win him another ring guarantee guarantee a win and shit it's fucking ridiculous how they're treating that man. You know, he didn't got to a ring, been to many NFC championships. Yeah, we know how that's ended. But the man wanted one thing, and instead, not only did you not give it to him, but you found another way to fuck him afterwards. So if I was Aaron, I'd get the fuck on, you know, to hell, Green Bay. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Now, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson goes to Hotlander. We've been over this one before. Lamar Jackson. Here's, I think Lamar Jackson is going to end up going. He's not going to end up with the Ravens anymore. I don't think he will. Didn't pay him. You brought in a $100 million linebacker. Obviously, I don't think the funds are there to pay Lamar what he really wants. If I was Lamar, man, come on down to Atlanta, man. Come on down to Atlanta. We need a quarterback. It'd be great to have another black quarterback if we're keeping it a buck here. Hey, we love it. Hey, you love Atlanta, man. We got the wings. Hey, you ever had Atlanta wings, bro? Yes, I what? love it. Fuck it. Hey, this shit is dope, bro. Come down to Atlanta. Get Atlanta wings is hey, immaculate. Trust and believe you will put plenty of people in them seats. Mercedes-Benz Stadium has been fucking empty for a nice stadium like that. Very empty. Come on down to Atlanta. We will love you. Um, hey, we think we can make some magic. So what do you say, Lamar? Hey, all all I want, bro, give me a jersey. I just want to sign a jersey. You do come to Atlanta, hit me up, bro. Real shit. Uh, I think he's going to go to Hotlander, though. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I got to um, – th- it's just hard for me to see him going anywhere else, and I don't think he's going to end up back with the Ravens, like even with the what they're trying, and I'm using air quotes here, what they're trying to do to keep him. <laughs> they're doing everything but paying him, so might as well <laughs> take him out. Um, yeah. <laughs> and anyway, they brought in Todd Munkin as like an OC. They brought in Todd Munkin to see like, you know, okay, he's – Everything but a receiver. <laughs> Everything yeah. but a receiver. But well, we don't need a new OC. We need new weapons. We need like fuck. I saw a graphic with DeAndre Hopkins. D Hop needs to come to the Patriots. He I was, saw, talking, to, he was I saw, talking to Bill. 
I saw one where it was DeAndre Hopkins in a Ravens uniform, and I'm like, yeah, that'll, you know, help. <laughs> I think I think, think D-Hop goes to the Patriots, honestly. And not even saying that to be like, you know, oh, I'm a Patriots fan, I want D-Hop. Nah, I mean, he has a relationship with Bill Belichick. They're, they're cool, I guess. Yeah. So I believe that that's something that could happen, honestly. The only thing with that – I just don't know because New England is different, man. The shit you pull with Houston and Arizona, you ain't getting away with New England. This way it is very structured over there. Very fucking They want things done a certain way. And I just don't know if DeAndre Hop. I mean, he probably does want structure because he just left Arizona, which was a shit show. Absolute shit show. It was a structural shit show. There was no order over there. He may want to go to New England for some order, but that's like an extreme amount. Down I mean, D Hub's not like a diva or anything. He's he looks like it, he's, he's got he's a head not. on his shoulders. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like Houston was that in between. You know, at least the times he was there. Now I don't know. Now that was just I don't know what the fuck happened over there. But it's like you know, while he was there, they kind of had some structure about him, but they were like you know they weren't. Okay, you do this, you do that. Uh, they weren't just all over them. Yeah. But, yeah, that's I, – I can see DeAndre Hopkins going to Baltimore. Um, It can work. But Baltimore seems like a shit show right now, if I'm being honest. They are. Especially that front office. The front office is Ugh. awful. Trading Hollywood Brown was insanity. Exactly. That front office is definitely one of the worst in football, but – uh. I don't, not over. Nothing would beat the fucking um, Redskins, bro. Oh, I'm sorry, the Commanders. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Controversy. Uh oh. <laughs> First thing we're gonna bleep out on this show. <laughs> like, uh, like the FCC would have us off the air already, but like the one thing we censor is Redskins. That's what we censor. Crazy. No. Fuck shit, bitch. Yeah, you're good there. <laughs> but Redskins is where we draw the line. But, hey, time will tell. We'll see where these new free agents go. It may be like the NBA and everybody just goes everywhere and we're just confused when the season starts. Moving on to the NBA. Um, it's All-Star Weekend. Yeah, All-Star yeah. Weekend, man. Um, I'm being honest. I have not given much of a fuck about the NBA. Uh, I will now, obviously. It's just hard to get into basketball while football is going on, especially yeah. when at the point of time when the games don't matter, players are sitting out. It's just not entertaining. It's just a personal opinion. It's not entertaining for me. It's just hard to get into pre-Super Bowl. Or hell, pre game for that matter. But Pre-finals. I can get into it like during the finals. Like, you know, I think there's like 24 games left for most teams. I can probably get into like the first – by 10 and then just kind of fade away again because March Madness and then yeah basketball is just in a fucked up situation it yeah it definitely is shit needs to be done about it but yeah we're at the all-star break and I asked a question on Instagram on the Dirty South podcast uh it was on the story did a little poll um just asked a quick question and the question read, pulling it up here. Okay. Why has the dunk contest fallen off? 
uh, the two options were can't top 2016 and or players just don't try anymore. 67% of the votes went to players don't try anymore. 33 went to can't top 2016. Wick, you voted in this and you also yeah. and you selected can't top 2016. Nothing tops 2016. That is the best year for the All-Star. Like the All-Star game was good. Just the vibe of it, like everything about it just felt right in fucking Toronto. So it was it was it was enjoyable. Very here's, memorable. Here's my, here's my question about it since everything's going on tonight. Is the dunk contest even worth watching anymore? Um, fuck, that's, that's tough because like 2016 put their standard up so high to the point where it's like, bro, every year we have to just see like, it's kind of like when you buy 2K or Madden, like you, you know, the shit's probably going to stink ass, but you buy it anyways, because it's it. So I think it's, people are going to consistently just watch the dunk contest and see what happens. I don't think it ever just fade away. Because it is sometimes some really good ones. Like, what was the one a few years ago? It was the 2018, 2019 one? That one was pretty good. It had one with Larry Nance in it. Mm-hmm. Larry Nance Jr. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a few good ones. I think the reason why I don't I don't think the dunk contest is even worth watching anymore. Um, I think both elements are true. Players don't try, and it is hard to top 2016. But, like, at the same time, man, Stephen A. brought up a good point. And I never, it, this is one of the rare times I'll ever say that Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, said no human ever. This is one of the rare and only times I'll say Stephen A. Smith brings up a good point. The, the quality of the dunk contests have fallen off tremendously. It's, it's gotten to the point where it's literally hard to watch. I remember 2016 and watching that dunk contest. It was, I thought I couldn't wait to see what the contest afterwards were going to be like. Fixed and ass then, ending. And then you get to now, and it's like, the fuck y'all six seven for? We all came dunk. You know, I, I get it. It's a dunk contest. You got to make tricks look cool and all that. But come the fuck on, bro. Like, it's the same mm-hmm. shit you see every year. You going you gonna start it off with a fucking windmill or a fucking something yeah. weird like a honey dip or something, you know, like exactly. just something same, like same quality bullshit you see every year. It looks bad. It you miss a hell of a lot more than you make. Twenty sixteen, bro, that was that was a master, straight up master class on a dunk contest, and then you get like, some shit. Horrendous. Not, but like even if like. Then 2016, everybody was like, everybody put up solid dunks. It wasn't just, well, one person put up a, a solid dunk and then the other ones were shit. No, everyone came to play. We like we wanted to win this. And then that ending battle, like that fucking duel, oh, my God. You can't beat that. Man, it was, what, Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, that that final in the dunk contest – it, nothing will ever top that shit ending. Yeah, I'm taking Aaron Gordon. What about you? You took Aaron Gordon. Um, I think Aaron Gordon too. 
I was definitely, I was definitely like, okay, Aaron Gordon should have won it, but come on, that was a dunk contest. My thing is the point that Stephen A. made was, okay, if players are too scared to get hurt or anything like that, they want to take care of their body, fine, fine. But don't keep putting this bullshit on every year, just a bunch of missed dunks and you look fucking terrible. Get some people off the streets who like Jordan Killian or some shit. They, they will it pay them. You know, they will put on a better show than a lot of these guys now. They're and they may they're not even as athletic as NBA players, obviously. They'll put on a show at least. Like, come on. You got guys where I can go down to a park now and see somebody who's about, you know, six one, six two, the height of point, you know, point guards in the NBA, what we consider a small point guard in the NBA. Doing doing all types of crazy shit for dunks, but y'all got professional niggas y'all paying over, you know, paying millions of dollars to. Then you put on the production of a dunk contest, and you know, hell, I'm five nine, I can grab a rim. That ain't impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't impressive if you six seven and can do it. Hell, I can do a chin up on the rim, keeping it a buck. That's cool. But what kind of athletic freak are you? You you're six eight and. You know, six eight can barely barely palm the ball. Can't can't get it over the rim. You know, I don't see rim jackings in the dunk contest. Like, come on, bro. I get it. You're doing more than a regular dunk, but you, you no, <laughs> no, no. I'm not watching that shit. I might watch it tonight. I'm not watching a dunk contest. I mean, I might watch it just because I brought it up. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't even know who's in it. Um, I can pull it up real fast. Yeah, please do. I, I put it. I, I put it in the notes. I was like, "Yeah, who do you think is gonna win the dunk contest? Who do you think is gonna win the three point contest?" Um, uh, I even I even put a bet on it. So I was like, "Okay, check it out." Yeah, where's that listed? Also, while I'm looking for this, have you seen that new um AI shit that they have going on? With I the NBA. Not. So oh no, like, no, 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 no! I have, I have, I have. Yeah, I just saw it. Um, saw it yesterday. That shit was crazy. Okay, so the people we have in the um, All Star uh, Slam Dunk Champion, Chester Championship uh, Dunk Contest is um, yeah, Kenya Martin Jr., mm-hmm. Trey Murphy the third, Jericho Sims, who looks like Jason Mahomes, <laughs> uh, Mac McClung. And yeah, that's it. It's just those four. Yeah. Not even a lot. Matt McClung, man. I used to watch his like dunk highlights and when he was in high school. Matt McClung is different. He could he could put on a show. Matt McClung could put on a show and end the stereotype, if you will. Um he can definitely jump. Yeah, he can. And then the three-point contest. Okay, I have the three-point contest pulled up. All right, so we got Buddy Heal, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, Lori Markinen, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, Julius Randle. Julius Randle can shoot threes? Yes, he can. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. He can do that now. <laughs> they got a software update. <laughs> God, still out here dropping fucking patches for certain people. I, know. I don't like the, I don't like the, the the Derrick Rose patch you put out there. Yeah, but 
Um, who you got uh-huh. winning? Who you got winning the dunk contest out of out of those four? Four? What do you mean four? Eight of them. Yeah, it was Mac McClung, Kenyon Martin Jr., Jericho. Sims. Oh, you said dunk contest. I thought you were talking about the three point contest. Hold on, dunk. Uh, dunk. Uh, I got Mac McClung, bro. I think he has the opportunity to put on the best show. I've seen him slam that bitch. Yeah, seeing um him practice like. I know it's high school and everything, but still to pull some of that shit off in game, um, and then just doing crazy dunks. Hell, the rim's still ten feet, so you know he's still. I think he can still pull off some crazy dunks and definitely end up winning it. Three point contest. Who you got there? You mean Dame or Marketing? I have I have Dame. I think Dame is gonna win it. Um, Dame needs to win MVP. The way the fucking shit that he's doing. A weird side of me is picking Jason Tatum too. A strange part of me wants to pick Jason Tatum, but ooh, I'm a, I'm gonna stick with Lillard. I'm gonna stick with Dame. Got Matt McClung for the dunk contest and Damian Lillard for three point. Um. Uh, so for the NBA All Star Game, is it East versus West or is it like niggas picking teams again? Uh, the niggas picking teams again. Okay, fuck that then. Um, I was gonna say who do you think is gonna win? I'm not do. I'm no. Me personally, I like the East and West format, but like again, recent years it's been overpowered. So yeah, I think it's gonna be. Whatever. With, with the All-Star game, I'll keep it in the book. Yeah, it's going to be pretty fucking mad. You know, it's going to be the same shit. Um, no defense. <laughs> it's going to be... Then, like, when the, ga- the game starts getting kind of close toward the end, you know, then they'll start playing a little bit, but it's the All-Star game. Don't expect much. Players aren't trying to get hurt, especially those who are getting ready to participate in the playoffs coming up and, you know, teams who know. We're about to be in the playoffs. They're not going to be putting up a whole lot. So don't be expecting nothing crazy there. How do we feel about the skills challenge? Ain't nobody watching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching the skills challenge. What the hell? Um, hell, I'm barely going to be watching the dunk contest. Thanks. Yeah. Um, starts at 7, by the way, guys. So y'all, I don't think I want to watch it. Uh, it's probably going to be out whenever it starts or before it starts. Yeah, I, I I just can't get into the dunk contest. It's just it's hard to watch now. Like I think they can top twenty sixteen if you just fucking try. Yeah, you just gotta try. Just if um, you try to top twenty sixteen, you will. But you know, do you want me to um drop the names of the people in the All Star game, or do you think you don't care that much? Um, you can drop them. Okay, so for Team Giannis, we got. Luca, Joel Embiid, Kyrie, Jokic, Markkinen. Markkinen is having a fucking weekend, isn't he? Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Zamorant, uh, Tatum. You said Zamorant. I did say Zamorant. Niggas like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bam Adebayo, Jalen Brown, Steph, DeMar, DeRo- DeMar DeRozan. And, I, love, uh, look, I made a face too. I was like, "Hold on, Demar Rosen." <laughs> and uh, Kevin Durant. 
that's all on Team Giannis. And then Team LeBron has a significantly smaller team with um, Anthony Edwards, De'Aaron Fox, Paul George, SGA, Therese Hallenbert, however you say that shit, mm-hmm. um, Drew Holiday, Jaron Jackson. So LeBron has a shit team. No, but you was telling it to me. You were like, okay, Luca, Jokic, Kyrie, uh, Katie. I was like, oh, I was like, hold up, where is he getting all his firepower? Who was on the other team? I thought this shit was even. Then you got fucking Sabonis, Pascal Siakam, <laughs> and fucking Zion Williams. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga LeBron got the worst fucking luck ever, bro. It goes back and forth. <laughs> nigga, you telling me when he said Luca, yo ass said Anthony Edwards, nigga? <laughs> when he said Kevin Durant, you said fucking <laughs> Pascal Siakam? <laughs> what the my fuck? ass, bro. Hell no. <laughs> Man, I'm getting, I'm getting fucking, I'm getting John Morant. This nigga, this nigga say, shit, you got, you got John Morant back. Watch this. Give me a fucking aging Paul George. Yeah. Like, oh, what? Shit. Holy shit, LeBron. Watch, Le- watch LeBron team still going to win off the straight exactly. line. <laughs> still probably going to win. But if still he's thinking off a straight, like, on paper, straight skill set and shit, boy, y'all just finna sweep that shit, bro. Hey, we might see, like, one of the first blowouts in, like, all-star history in the new format. Half of them niggas on Giannis' team don't even care to play because they all going to the playoffs. No, oh, so my what God, the fuck are we doing? I feel like LeBron is smart by picking team, like picking players who like them niggas ain't going to the playoffs. <laughs> so yeah, they ain't got nothing. He got a bunch of people where they ain't got nothing to lose. They gonna they gonna try a little bit. Giannis fucked up. He was like, okay, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the best players in the league. Look, they look them niggas ain't. Well, he finna get a whole like eight minutes of playing time out of all of them if that. Oh, holy shit. Um, nah, I'm just fucking retarded. What? <laughs> so, um, I don't think have they drafted yet? No, nah, they haven't even <laughs> fucking drafted yet. So really, know. I just named the player pool. So you know what? I'm gonna just shut the fuck up. All right, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and town. Dirty South podcast, bro. Oh shit! Oh uh, damn! I'm uh, thinking. Cause I've been paying attention to all star shit, so I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh damn, y'all is even even sweet this shit." This thing over here naming the player pool. <laughs> well, at least we know. <laughs> so they drafting tonight, or what? They gonna wait till like? They draft tomorrow and then play tomorrow. Who comes up with this stupid shit? Like, <laughs> like what? Who's coming up with this? They draft. Wait, so you took? So like, okay, it's a good idea. Some, like, like, it's a good idea. Like, right, this is a pickup shit. Like, okay. Because right, it literally starts at 6 30. <laughs> they draft at 6 30. What time is the game? Like eight, eight, I think. Well, they assault like what six. What the so fuck? I guess, like, you don't even know who you're playing with. Yeah. <laughs> it's draft two hours. Plus the draft gonna the draft gonna take about two hours. <laughs> so by the time it's over with, they're gonna be already on the fucking what are we doing? NBA. When like, like bro. I guess Giannis and Brown gonna shoot for first pick. And then it's gonna be like, yeah, I fucking bet Giannis to shoot the first pick. They are gonna shoot for first pick, and then like they just gonna point at the niggas and be like, all right, I'll they take you. 
give them a Nerf gun. They just shoot who they want. They just close their eyes and shoot into the crowd. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Oh like, wait, you're not even going to have time to even, like, recuperate. Like, you just, like, like what if you don't even fuck with Brian for real? And, like, he just pick you, and you, like, damn, damn man. I'm trying to play with no motherfucking LeBron. Oh, my like, God. what are we doing? Well, the player pool is deep. It's nice. But some of them people, like, Pascal Siakam, get the fuck out of here. Oh, my goodness. But our, our, our all-star starters, certified starters, are Luka, Embiid, Kyrie, Jokic, Markkanen, Donovan Mitchell, Zamorant, and Jason Taylor. Oh, okay. Well, that's our certified starters. Ladies and gentlemen, 2023 All Star Game. <laughs> Brought say. to y'all by the Dirty South Podcast. Do, 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 dirty South. But also, since we are talking, still talking about the All Star um, All Star Game and All Star Weekend. Uh, got a free bet from Prize Picks. I'm gonna share it with y'all. Um, y'all know my code is in the last post I put on Instagram, so check that out. Uh, if you want a 100% deposit match on any deposit up to $100, got my code in the caption of my Instagram, so check that out for sure. Um, I'm going to share my pick. It's a very small pick, so I only picked two players. It's gonna be a, it's a parlay. That's pretty much what Prize Picks is. Um. But the picks I uh, chose were in the dunk contest. Um, Jericho Sims, uh, he's projected at 91 and a half round one score. I picked the under on that. And then for the three-point contest is Tyler Hero. <clears throat> he's projected at 19 and a half round one. Damn. 19 and a half round one points. I picked the over. So Jericho Sims, 91 and a half under. Tyler Hero, 19.5 over for the three-point contest. That's my pick. Y'all can tail it. Check it out. Hey, you can win three times your money. So whatever you deposit or put into this bet, if it hits, if both players hit, you win three times the amount. So y'all check that out. Y'all do that. Y'all want to tail it. There it is. Um, About to close out here. Um. Got some stuff cooked up, man. So currently working on a second podcast. Um, gonna have a sneak peek coming soon. It's gonna be an all Georgia. So from a Georgia fans on here, uh, y'all can check that out. It's gonna come on, uh, come up soon, powered by Dirty South Sports. Um, gonna make that a thing too. So Dirty South Sports is going to have multiple podcasts and some other shit. I'm uh, going to do some streaming as well coming up. Uh, made a Twitch account, so check that out. I'm going to start advertising that shit too. So we're going to start doing live streams, um, story times, all that. Let's see what else. I'm going to put like a little... I'm gonna, Vote on the name for my UGA podcast. Uh, got some names I've been thinking of. Or got some designs made for the logos. That's yeah, coming along. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> we got a winner. I think we got a winner right there. Dirty South Dog Pound. Hey, that's Wix. That's Wix. Um, pick right there. I'll add that to the poll. 
as well. Oh, definitely spelled D A W G. Oh hell yeah, bro! Fuck, <laughs> it's Georgia, bro. We ain't you know acting like we know how to spell dog. Nah, bro. Dog. Oh, one extra letter. Shit, motherfucking dogs around here. So we gonna have <clears throat> gonna have that coming up. Um, also gonna start doing now that we're gonna may start either a second podcast or include it into a third one. My bad, a third podcast or include it into this one. We're gonna cover some because football is the highest selling sport on my channel. So that's what brings y'all in. We'll continue to cover it. Um, the XFL, yes, I get it. It's a smaller league. There aren't many people covering the XFL, so I feel like that's a way we can boost um, boost ourselves as far as numbers go. Uh, hey, uh, they start yeah. today, right? Yeah, started today. I saw a little bit of one of the games, the Vipers and the Renegades, I believe. I didn't watch this shit. Uh, and we got the USFL coming up in April. But for right now, I got the XFL. Going to start covering some of those games. Um, you can see some of the players from the past. Uh, used to be in the NFL. Hey, check them out. That could be kind of funny, too. And then also check out what could be tomorrow's stars and who could end up in the NFL either next year or in the coming years before. So let's check them out while they're in the XFL now. Give them love right here. And like with the XFL, hell, I can get some players on here. I feel like I, you know, have that kind of influence, you know. I can I can, I can sit, talk that shit, yeah. <laughs> um also subscribe to our youtube we're almost at seven thousand total views on there coming up on ten thousand views i've only posted five times on there so that's how you know you got some shit cooking up right there um only got five videos so make sure y'all subscribe to that so uh, look at the tiktok too and we drop some stuff from this episode on there and i think that's it i think i covered everything i actually remembered what the fuck i was gonna say this time so <laughs> Uh, this episode will be dropping at around 7 or 7.30 tonight. Be sure to check it out. Uh, Wick, thank you for coming on again. Of course. Uh, of course. Hey, appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, moving, hey, we're growing, man. We're growing. Getting our way to the top. Uh, of course, I'm going to also say this thing about the artists. Uh, for my artists out there, if y'all really want to make y'all streams grow, hit me up. Get y'all an intro and outro. Hey, I got some listeners on this bitch. So, hey, don't let the Instagram followers fool you and shit. Hey, I just started this shit and I I got I got some listeners. So, you want to reach new people? Get your numbers up. Check us out. Hit us up on the Dirt South Podcast um, Instagram. Hit my DM. We'll talk about it. Get you on. Uh, appreciate it, Wit. Um, sure. Enjoy the dunk contest and All Star Game. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe. Peace out. Oh, and bet responsibly too. Bet responsibly and bet smart. So don't be betting more than you can afford to lose. Um, I'm not doing that hotline shit. There's some people out there with it right now. Plus, I just don't feel like it at the moment. So I think it's pretty easy. I think it's just 1 800 gambler. So if you have a gambling problem, which none of y'all gonna admit, uh, if you have a gambling problem, hit that line 1 800 gambler and yeah, you should be good there. Appreciate y'all. Stay safe. Peace out.
Yeah, she wanna go to the moon Give me that gold, I want all of the blue Give me feel, bitch, I feel like I'm tuned I'm taking ace pills and I clear out the room I feel like I'm cute, man, this beat is too groove You say you gon' give me a little pussy, come shoot I'm on high speed with the game I'm on EV, so it helmet lane Niggas beat me, enemies, I gotta change When I walk around, bitch, I kill trains So I'm not passing my motherfucking game Ride around, fall deep in that range Who is you niggas? You niggas be new to me I burn a hot dog like I'm cooking rotisserie You know my bro, little bitch, ain't no kidding to me We keep up next, little bitch, yeah, I'm finna That's what you're the fuck is Hey, what's up? It's Nick from the Dirty South Podcast. Just want to say thank y'all for listening. Hey, please spread the word, man. Hey, give us a shout out on IG at the Dirty South Podcast. Hey, we're just a small podcast trying to make it big, man. Hey, appreciate y'all support. Much love to y'all. Y'all stay up.